Yeah. Are you ready to do this? Been ready? We already got like 20 seconds of solid audio. 20 so. seconds of solid audio that I just I just deleted. Everybody, I want to welcome you to the first official, first episode, first guest with one of my best buddies, Andy Stallings. Everybody. Wait, this is your first episode? First with a guest. Oh. You're, you're my first guest. How does it feel? It, usually it's just like me and Jim talking random nonsense. Okay. But now this is so us. Jim isn't technically a guest. No, Jim's a co-host. Okay. So Jim can also upload what, whatever he wants to upload, and then life will be good. Hmm. So that wasn't like a ploy to like calm my nerves to like of being the first guest by not telling me until I'm on the air that I'm the first guest. Pretty much. Definitely a ploy. Well, it worked. Good job. Dude, so Andy, we're in the we're in the wild hills of West Virginia mm-hmm. for a ski trip that neither of us are actually skiing on. We're just hanging out in this really sweet cabin and there's snow everywhere. Do you have an Instagram? Do you have do you do social media? Do I do social media? Yeah, do you want me to like be like, hey, I, give a go follow every, Andy every, on Instagram. Every bit of social media I've ever been on, somebody has created for me. So I do have social media, but I've resisted my entire life. My MySpace was made for me by somebody else. My Facebook was made for me by somebody else. So your friends are just stealing your identity and then just putting... Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Instagram is the next step. You know, like Amanda, my girlfriend, has been talking about making me an Instagram for the past couple months. And I if def- she did it, I would be like, cool. I definitely... Instagram now. But I'm never going to sit down and make myself an Instagram definitely saw her taking pictures of you so you might already have an instagram account that she just uploads photos apparently i'm like in practice i'm a good instagrammer i go to places and i like think of good photo opportunities like i was um outside we're at this cabin in the hot and we have a hot tub outside and it's snowing i'm like Amanda, you need to take a picture of me sitting in this hot tub with like the snow falling and a mimosa in my hand. And that sounds like something that a person with an Instagram would say. But I, the only difference is that I don't have an Instagram. I just think it would be a cool picture. Do you think you have your own hashtag on Instagram? It's like, what, what is it? Dogs of Instagrams? There's like Andy's of Instagram and it's just photos of you. <laughs> yeah, like how people do like Instagrams just about cats. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I, look into that later. That. I, don't, I don't think my life is interesting enough to have its own hashtag. You never know. It could just be an Instagram about me resisting having an Instagram. I don't know. Nice. Do you do anything special for Valentine's Day? That just happened. Yeah, that was on Wednesday. It was. Tell me, tell me about your adventure if you had an adventure. So, I wouldn't call it an adventure um i drove from work and met amanda at a diner her idea and then we went back to her apartment and watched when harry met sally and she got me a book about star wars i've never actually watched when harry when harry met sally. this is my first time seeing it and it was hilarious would you recommend it i don't, um, I don't like it is it like friends what's the what's the it's, show? it's billy crystal who's he's a funny dude um, who is Billy Crystal for 500, please? Wait, seriously? I have no idea who that is. I guess 
I acted surprised that you didn't know who he was, but this is that's literally the only movie I know him from, and I just watched it a couple days ago. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, I mean, he was big in like this, I guess, the seventies and eighties, and probably in some movies. I have no idea who this. I guy think is. I originally learned who he was probably from The Simpsons. Honestly, that's how I learned about a lot of pop culture and like from the seventies and eighties. The solid, solid mm-hmm. place to learn pop culture. It was. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a lot more. I mean, they call it like one of the best rom-coms of all time. And the only thing that I thought was unrealistic about it was that they would say that Billy Crystal was good looking. And that's not true. He's not. not I don't think he's a good looking guy. <laughs> Dude, so the real reason I wanted to talk to you today was because I have no idea what you do for a living. I just know you're a dirt scientist. And you just travel around, dig holes, analyze soot, and then somehow you get paid to do this. Yeah. You make a living out of it. And I mean, people use the term dirt scientist and I just kind of like nod and not nod my head and just kind of go along with it but both words in that description are wrong right. <laughs> so tell me tell me about your life so first off there is a difference between a scientist Andy, and Andy is aggressively pointing at me right now <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference between a scientist and an engineer you are so an engineer I'm sorry I'm not a scientist dirt engineer an engineer engineering is applied science so so why aren't you a scientist if you're applying science well i think it's the kind of the same thing as saying that like a square is a rectangle but a rectangle isn't a square like a engineer is a scientist but a scientist isn't necessarily an engineer that makes sense yeah it does make sense oh proud of my description um (laughs) uh yeah so first off engineer not scientist applied science and dirt there's a difference between dirt and soil is is there yes <laughs> what's the difference between dirt and soil dirt is like the stuff that you that grass grows in and like like trees and like stuff take root in you know it's like organic and it's like dark it's black and kind of has like an odor to it soil is like like a it encompasses everything it's like sand and like clay and dirt is a type of soil and silt there's there's a whole hierarchy of soil types and just referring to it all as dirt is just wrong it's just you're just wrong i mean i would call sand sand i wouldn't call sand Dirt. Well, yeah, sand's a type of soil. So dirt's a type of soil. So I'm a soil engineer. Okay, I'll, I'll quit saying dirt scientist. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> what I was getting at. Is that it's I I don't like a little part of me takes offense to it, but I'm I don't want to every time somebody says that I don't want to sit down and explain like here's the thing. There's a hierarchy. There's a range of gradations of soil from boulder and cobble all the way down to clay and it ranges in diameter and you use it for blah 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 and so soil is everything and dirt is just like an organic type of like mixture between like clays and sands and silts but anyway i digress i don't 
beat myself or I don't like get angry when people say dirt scientist or dirt guy or soot mechanic or it's just I, I love I, I don't need to like spend time <laughs> explaining it to people where it's uh I guess I guess what people don't understand about it it's like it's a type of civil engineering and people hear civil engineer and they think bridges right. buildings tunnels and they don't think about like the environmental like side the like the building and the bridge they're sitting on like soil they're sitting on rock they're sitting on like we're, we don't we don't get glorified whereas like the the architects and the structural engineers are they're the guys dude funny story i actually was a civil engineering major in college for like i think i made it up to like junior year-ish and i was like i can't i can't do this i got to some type of what's some math class that mixes like differential equations or it's like linear algebra there was like physics and something else mixed together for a math class and i was like they do like engineering specific math classes so maybe it was one of those they had like differential equations linear algebra like i'm never gonna slide a ladder across a frictionless floor or there's not gonna be a rope dangling out well in space yeah but you don't do those problems because you're gonna be analyzing like ladder a a cantilever (laughs) with a weight hanging off of it for no reason you do it because it gets you like thinking about like the mechanics to it I said I've been working as an engineer for three years, and I've used calculus all of two times. Yeah. So, but you don't want your engine an engineer to be a person who doesn't know how to do calculus. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm a I'm flipping it up, dude. I, wow. I, I love that for for the longest I've been like picking at Andy, like, oh yeah, you're like a dirt scientist. And he's like, ha ha, yeah, like funny. And then as soon as I ask him, and like on the record, he's just like, James, I'm about to go. I just, on yeah, you. I need to do it. <laughs> oh man, it's Geo, so good. Geotechnical engineer, everybody. Geotechnical engineer. It's a type of civil engineering, and it's a lot more interesting than structural engineering and transportation engineering. So, did you not want to be an architect? I did want to be an architect. That's the whole reason I got into engineering. Or, well, when well, that was going to be my question for you, is how you got into civil engineering. Yeah, so I wanted to design stuff, but the college I went to didn't have architecture, and somebody was just like, oh, you should look into civil engineering. And then I, it was like, cool. And then I got into junior year, and I was like, ah, I really don't want to be doing this much math, and I kind of don't care enough about the environment mm-hmm. to like go and test yeah. dirt, soil, soot, sand, clay. But... uh. I was a part of like I could sit here all day and talk about the differences between those types of soils, but I won't burden dude, yeah. you with that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Did you ever were you a part of the there's like a civil engineering society or whatever where American you build Society of Civil Engineers. Yeah, do you build a concrete canoe? I published in a ASE journal. My man. Yeah. That's that's really hype. It was cool. One article. <laughs> like the projects like I don't know. Seeing it like applied was awesome. But it just Well it I think just, you probably went in with the same misconception as me that a civil engineer designs these like cool looking buildings and like awesome bridges. Whereas the reality is, is an architect comes up with some 
design of what they want the building to look like and then the structural engineer comes in and is designing like like the the curved radius of rebar and like overlap right. lengths and like the geotechnical engineer is making sure it doesn't like settle at different different like it doesn't have like different differential settlement like it doesn't settle different amounts on different sides of the building there there's a building they just put up in san francisco brand new and some amateur geotechnical engineer like designed the foundation or something with no like senior review and it's starting to tilt and like they don't, I, don't, I don't think they know what to do with the building because blow it up yeah yeah where we're in you said in california san or somewhere francisco. yeah san francisco hopefully that part of the city just like breaks off into the ocean and then that building's just out there want to hear a fun geology fact go for it <laughs> i don't know the exact timeline it might be on like the order of hundreds of thousands of years or millions of years i don't know i'm not a geologist they're a scientist i'm an engineer san francisco and los angeles are apparently on opposite sides of the san andreas fault zone mm -hmm. and so in like i don't know five hundred thousand years i'm just making that number up uh Los Angeles is going to be further north than San Francisco. Interesting. Yeah. How much how much road work goes? So I don't know. I, you can't put a timeline on that. And like how That's much assuming extra... that like we don't blow ourselves up in yeah. the next tomorrow. Tomorrow. I, <laughs> I think about that like living in DC. I'm like when the news about North Korea came out and I was like, "Oh god." Yeah, weren't you over when I showed you that website? It was like, here, yeah. here are sizes of like nuclear bombs that you can mm -hmm. fit in suitcases. I forget the uh, the website, but it'll definitely show you like blast radiuses for like nuclear bombs throughout history. But it's like the scary part is not the blast radius part; it's the the radiation like the or the shock wave and like the radiation because yeah. it's like you get hit by the blast, it's over in a moment. You don't, yeah. But it's like radiation poisoning you're dying in your building collapsing that's scarier than just being in the initial not even like dying in your building collapse think, think about being trapped in a collapsed building like kill me like take me with yeah. the building but yeah like, i'm on the first floor or imagine being like trapped in a parking garage underground terrifying but to counter that imagine like being trapped in a collapsed building in the the relief of like a rescue golden retriever coming and digging you up that's super like heavy. imagine like the the transition from this being my life is over to a golden retriever sticking its nose in your face and like digging you out of the rubble i'm not saying that like, that's something i want everybody to happen every, to me everybody is saved by but those retrievers. dogs are heroes yes those work dogs dude i have a one of my uh co-workers actually brings his dog into work like his i don't know what it is he's he's like licensed or certified to do it but like coolest dog ever well trained and i think he has like two or three other dogs that were like service retired one of them was like a bomb dog mm -hmm. um, but yeah he's, he's like really big into into dogs and like tells me how he like trains them and all this other stuff and i'm like cool yeah it's really I mean, the best way I could describe it is like a hobby. There's a guy in my office who trains like search and rescue dogs. He's like volunteer, firefighter, 
type thing and has dogs as are trained to like for search and rescue and it's like me personally I can't like it sounds more like another job training dogs but it's like people it's a hobby people like doing it yeah and like they go home and he's just like yeah I played with my dog and I'm like what'd you do I taught him commands in German on how to like attack strangers <laughs> and like stamp my side and I'm like mm. in case he travels back in time to like Germany when during the Cold War yeah. and like needs to like fighting Nazis and but uh, I think that I think the Nazis would be able to tell your dog to attempt. I think like, it's I think that I, I was getting at communists, not uh, Nazis. What, I mean, <laughs> modern warfare, <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty. Um, oh yeah. Um. Oh, so I was telling you earlier that uh, countries have been banning people from boiling lobsters in mm-hmm. Switzerland and New Zealand. And of, then, of course, Switzerland. There's a town in Italy that it's also illegal in. So I think it's. Didn't you say Canada, or was that? I said Canada. Mistaken. Canada was just like, off, off. Canada, I just assumed, Canada wouldn't ban it, but they would just apologize to the lobster as they were boiling it alive. Yeah, just like a, my bad little homie. Oh, I'm sorry, but you're gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, so. I wonder when everybody else is going to get back from snowboarding. Yeah. There is a part of me that, like, kind of wanted to go. I mean, I was explaining to you before that I'm from a basketball family. My dad, like, played high school basketball in Indiana growing up, which is, like, you know, Hoosiers, basketball state. Um, Didn't play in college. Apparently could have but didn't want to. Um, my older sister, Division One basketball player, four years, and is now an assistant coach at American University. And so, like, I started snowboarding, and by the time I got to middle school, when you start, like, taking sports, like, more seriously, it was... It was... The mentality was, you can't snowboard anymore because then you're going to hurt yourself and then you can't play basketball. But then that was never said and I didn't realize until later on that the next step was um, because if you can't play basketball then you're not going to get us a college scholarship and get free college. Right. Which I didn't get anyway. (laughs) But (laughs) You could have been shredding the gnar or whatever. It's like I don't like want to sit here and like evaluate whether my parents were just this to like try to get free college I'm sure they're not they weren't but I mean they, they, they might have they might have been it's, it's, it was, it was a thought. probably a part of it yeah it's like you want your kids to like excel in team sports or like yeah. I don't know I, my dad wouldn't I'm let us play coach. football I can't like explain what's good about uh, childhood sports but my dad wouldn't let us play football growing up because he like grew up playing football got a scholarship to go to college and has had like three total knee replacements and he's just like you can play in the eighth grade, but by the time of eighth grade, like everybody's already on like Pop Warner and mm-hmm. all throughout middle school. So you're just kind of going out there out of your element. And it's just like, it's either you got to be like a freak athlete and stand out or, uh, or it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like you're just grinding you're for just a year. Like hurt and concuss yourself. Or... Yeah. So I don't know. Did basketball. So, so that's how you got into, into competitive badminton. Yeah, competitive. You're like, it's not gonna be football. It's gonna be. Yeah, 
I mean, it's in the Olympics. It's an Olympic sport, so I feel like if I can make it there playing basketball, because football is not an Olympic sport, <laughs> maybe I can make well, it there. Well, because there would be no competition. <laughs> I mean, I feel, do they have football leagues in other countries? There's Canadian football, I, mean, I know. Did you see that uh, Johnny I, Mandel was thinking about signing with the Canadian Football League? No. Definitely a thing. They were talking about it uh, a few months back. I saw it on ESPN. And everybody's like, he's just a party boy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, it's oh. A celebrity, yeah. It's a lot of speculation, but he, he still hasn't officially signed, from to my knowledge. But I think it'd be pretty interesting if he uh, actually went up there and played. And I think there was, if this is not in any way a sports podcast, um, and I'm not an authority on sports at all, but I think there was talks about like having a UK NFL team because they always play like, NFL games in the UK every year and I think they were thinking about like expanding a team into like England yeah they do the uh, they do the overseas games like two or three times a year mm-hmm. um, and I I think it's like they have good turnout but it's like are you going to have consistent turnout or are they just showing up because it's the two football American football games you're going to be able to see every year. Dude, what I what I want to do? Have you ever been to an arena football game? No. We've got to go. We've got to <laughs> we've got to go and pay like premium. Well, we have to find how figure out how to get like floor seats because the closer to the action, the better it is. Well, I'm sure like premium tickets for the what are they called? The DC Bow, the Bauer. Yeah, DC Bauer. I'm sure like the premium tickets are just like the same cost as like crappy tickets to a actual NFL game. But yeah, I know people have gone and said it's like great, like wall to wall football. They're like Did you know actually like one of the coaches is allowed to be on the floor while the game is being played? So like he's standing by his bench while the game's going on. I went to So it's like basketball. Like the coach can kinda of wander out in the court a little bit. Just yeah, just a little bit. I went to an arena football game. But they're not allowed to interact there. though, right? Nah. They're not allowed <laughs> to like Sneaking tackles from the corner. <laughs> Give a throw a block in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, on a, a punt return or something. Man, I feel like football is in a lot of places. I just I just wiki did. They have like leagues? If I had to guess, I would guess there would maybe be like Dude, an Australian. There is national teams in Austria, Finland, Germany. Great Britain, Hungary, Israel, Italy, Netherlands, Poland, Romania, Russia, Serbia, Spain, and Sweden. So not Australia. Wow. I one guess. I had one guess. But I also one feel country. like any anywhere that people play rugby. That's why. Play. That's why I thought about it. Maybe yeah. it's the opposite. Like places where people do play rugby don't just, have it. They just stick to rugby. Yeah. They're like, why do we need to change our game? It's like, why do we need all these pads for? <laughs> Dude, so this is this is how I'm gonna shut down every single podcast. We're officially at 23 minutes. I feel like we talked for a solid length of time. Do you have any resolutions for next month? Is there anything that you want to do? First off, aren't you supposed to record like an hour and cut it down to like 30 minutes? Nah, dude, I'm just I'm just running it. It's not like I'm not gonna sit here and just spew out gold for 30 minutes. I mean, who knows? Maybe you, you didn't. Maybe you did. There's probably some duds in there. There's a lot of duds. We'll figure it out, though. It's our first time. I'm happy that you didn't lead off with the soil scientist thing because 
people would start listening to that and they would hear that and they'd just be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go listen to They're like, like I'm going to go listen to like a tech where podcast. Where did James find this clown? <laughs> what is a dirt scientist? All right. Soil engineer? No, I fucked that. I messed that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soil engineer. Essentially, okay. yeah. Cool. The real I, term is geotechnical engineer. Geotechnical engineer. What are your... I promise to do better. My dating profile, when I was still using, like, dating apps, I upgraded... To premium? Geotechnical engineer to geo-environmental engineer, because I thought that women would find that word more attractive. So you should just drop engineer off and just put director, and then just director just exudes power and authority. Director of what? I don't like movie director. I, no, I meant like geotechnical director. Director of geotechnical of operations at wherever you work. That's super hype. Assistant to the director of yes. geotechnical operations and maintenance. You just blew my mind. And I'd be like, wow, he knows a lot about Earth. <laughs> Geo. <laughs> there are a lot of, like, uh, uh, like, what do you call them? Like, just like. Nuances? Like, I don't know, like words in that, like, title that you just put in there for them to show up in, like, searches on LinkedIn. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can't think of, like, the word for it, but. <laughs> Director. Assistant manager, director. I was going to go with like keywords, but that's too simple. Yeah, keywords. I don't know. Dude, so any resolutions for next year? Or for next month? Next month. What's something, what's something if I check in on you, which I will because I see you pretty often, I could be like, hey, Andy, did you do that thing yet? <sighs> that's a, that's a, a tough question because I feel like if I had resolutions, I would have already lied to myself about them come new years now you're asking me to make up new resolutions right now yeah so let's, let's just re-lie to myself about but them I, I, I feel like new year's resolutions are just like a grand sweeping gesture that nobody ever follows through with i know it's it's cliche but i need to start working out more again dude let's get it because i think i i went like i grew up like playing basketball swimmer um, soccer, baseball for a little bit, and then like went like from that in high school, and like playing like intramurals in college and grad school, and then like I kind of got done with grad school, and it was just like I like re- it was like releasing like a long breath, like I worked at sports and like school so hard for so long. I got a job and I was just like, I'm just gonna like spend some time and just like go I'm to done. Bed. I'm gonna be lazy for a little while. Go to bed. And it's, it's 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 terrifying how like easy it is for it to become like habitual, you know? Yeah, I mean it's routine though, right? I was just like, I'm just gonna like take some time off. I'm not gonna worry about going to the gym. I'm not gonna worry about like like trying to read like books and stuff. I'm just gonna breathe out and just like go with the flow and just I'm not, not necessarily that I've stopped working out completely and stopped like reading completely since then but it's just like it's more that like it needs to be like a habit like 
it has to be natural for me to be like working out and reading. It doesn't need to be, it shouldn't be me forcing myself to do it. And the fact that like, yeah, that I got done with all this like hard work my whole life and thought it was okay to just like leave it at that. And like, I'm 24, I've worked hard since then and I'm just gonna kinda go with the flow from here on out. It's not, not the right mindset to have coming out of school. So my cliche resolution, uh, uh, first quarter resolution of 2018 is to start working out more. Gotcha, man. I'm going to try to hold you accountable. (laughs) Show up at your place with kettlebells. The way to do that is you need to, your resolution should be what I told you to do probably a year ago is buy walkie-talkies. Yeah, I told you like a year ago we live close enough just get some like high quality walkie talkies and I'll just leave it in my room and I'll come home from work and I'll just hear and you're there or it's like it's not like a text that you can just kind of ignore and just be like oh it was in the other room but you can turn off the walkie talkie like we have to have a 100% on policy if yeah. we're committing to these walkie talkies yeah. <laughs> if I call you better answer if you're at home like that's that, it's that's all gonna be a thing. If I don't do it, it's gonna be. And you're there. Have you gone to the gym today? Over. Because I will text your roommates and be like, "Hey, is Andy sitting in his room?" And they're like, "Yeah, he's in his room." Yeah, and I'm just you like, need to "Get four. Hey, Andy. <laughs> Give one of my roommates and one to me. It'll it'll be good. It'll be good. Pick up, Andy. I know. I know. And you're then there. if when the yeah, when Armageddon strikes and cell phone towers go down, we'll be able to. Uh, this is going to sound like a really dumb question. I know very little about walkie-talkies. How do walkie-talkies work? I mean, I'm a dirt scientist, man. You're asking the wrong person. I got you. So but it's the- like, it's like, I mean, it's direct. Like, the communication is, like, direct between them. It's like cell phones. Things cell phones on towers. Like, like, towers or something. Yeah. And like, a walkie-talkie, it's like you can have, like, a collapse of infrastructure and you could still communicate with people. It's okay. like they, it's like a military technology. So on, on the next episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna have somebody come on who can speak to walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. So you don't have to put this in, but my closing thought I had in the bathroom earlier. Remember in grade school when like people had like different names for different types of farts? Yes. I an hour ago came up with a new name for a new type of fart what is it it's called firecracker when there's initial like the initial fart it's like a pop and then it's followed up by like a hiss so it's like (laughs) and i was in the bathroom and i farted like that and i was like that sounded awfully like a firecracker (laughs) my initial thought was that the hiss was like could also be like people like booing and awing at it but take it however you want it's just a talking point